Before the beginning, there was nothing. Before the beginning, there wasn't even a before, for time did not exist. Before the beginning, only emptiness. And then bang, big bang, suddenly something. How did all that is burst forth from the void? Did, glad, did God clap God's mighty hands or snap God's glorious fingers? No. God spoke, for in the beginning was the Word. The Word, the divine logos the mind of God making manifest the material creation, spiraling out across time and space. The Word, the divine utterance where love and truth and breath converge and everything comes to life. At the beginning, at the beginning beginning, in the first picosecond of cosmic time, electrons and quarks gathered into protons and neutrons. For hundreds of thousands of years, these particles frolicked freely before settling on their atomic dance partners and their raucous rave gently organizing into a helium-hydrogen waltz. Round and around they spun on gravity's dance floor until they swirled themselves into stars. And deep in the bellies of those stars, the elements, carbogen, carbon, oxygen, iron, were knit together over billions of years until they could no longer be contained and so exploded in supernova scattering energy and matter across the cosmos. All was dispersed, all was dispersed in a starless half-light haze. And for many more billions of years, the universe was dark, but gestating in her unknowable reaches the light that was to come. And then, after a long labor, the universe gave birth to countless stars, bursting forth a zillion points of light, brighter and more vast than any that had come before, and thus was born the Stelliferous Era. And this is where we find ourselves, you and I, living in the age of stars. The vast expanse of interstellar space, galaxies, suns, the planets in their courses, and this fragile Earth, our island home. In the beginning was the Word. God spoke and said, let there be light. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. And that was just the first day. 
just the beginning of the beginning. On and on the word, the divine logos continued. Earth, atmosphere, oceans, and from these primal elements, the word brought forth living things, microbes and marigolds, fungi and forests, wallabies and whales, starlings and snakes. Double-stranded destinies endlessly intertwined in a dance of life and death and rebirth. A self-regulating, generative, mutually sustaining ecology. And throughout the whole created order, unceasing diversity mirrors the unity, the word, by whom and through whom all things living and non-living are connected. And God spoke. And God said that it was good. And there is evening, and there is morning this Christmas day. The gospel that is appointed for Christmas morning, John's prologue, is nothing like the gospel for Christmas Eve. There are no angels singing in the night or shepherds keeping watch. We do not meet the holy couple or travel to the manger or greet the babe in swaddling clothes. In the quiet, sober light of Christmas morn, we ponder instead the cosmic Christ. John's Gospel invites us to believe the extraordinary notion that God became human, that Jesus, the Word, who existed before time began, the one through whom all things hold together, and the life that is the light of all people, became flesh and lived among us. Humans, Humans are the only no known beings in the universe capable of reflecting consciously on the marvel of God's creation, of pursuing our purpose within it, or of contemplating the meaning of existence. As the Catechism teaches, we are made in the image and likeness of God, free to choose to love, to reason, to create, to live in harmony with creation and with God. But somewhere along the way, we became estranged, estranged from creation and God, from our true selves and one another. We turned away from the source of light and life and got lost in the dark of our own destruction. But the one who made all things and filled them with blessing did not abandon us to the power of sin and death, 
but entered into our humanity in the fragile, vulnerable vulnerability of a baby, in the midst of poverty, conflict, and strife, Jesus is born. The Word is made flesh, revealing in himself that God's very nature is love, beckoning us to follow in his way of love so that we might be restored, reconnected, resurrected to new life in him. Whatever the darkness of this present moment, whatever the darkness we may fear, whatever the darkness that lurks within us, the light of Christ shines in the dark, and the darkness will not overcome it. In my opening remarks this morning, I harmonized, or rather conflated, two narratives. Our common story, the story that science tells us about how we came to be and the interconnectedness of all things, and the biblical story, which declares God's divine presence both individually and collectively in all that exists. For me, faith and reason enrich one another, and whatever dissonance exists only highlights the mystery. And this morning, we celebrate a mystery, the mystery of the Incarnation, that the one who made heaven and earth loves each one of us as if there were only one of us to love. And so on this bright morning, I wish you a cosmic Christmas to contemplate in awe and wonder the enormity, the complexity, the beauty, the majesty of God's creation. To sense in your bones your connection to all that God has made. For the bird at your window, your neighbor down the street, even the pebbles in your driveway. We are all the distant kin of stars. And no longer estranged, may you find yourself embraced by the one in whom all things hold together and feel at home in this world. And if, perhaps, in your awe and wonder, you begin to feel a, a wee bit small, perhaps a tad insignificant, maybe a little afraid, take heart and remember the greatest majesty of all, God's unending love for you. For you. For we have seen his glory as the glory of a father's son full of grace and truth. 
to conclude our cosmic adventure this morning. I'd like to end by reading an excerpt written by Thomas Troger from his poem, How Minuscule This Planet. By Christ we are connected to every shining star, to every atom spinning, to all the things that are, and to your very being, around, below, above, suffusing each dimension with light and life and love. Amen. And Merry Christmas.